0: Hi everyone. Uh, for you who are not watching this on video, which you can do now, I want to show everybody who is. I'm showing the lasagna and meatball that I just purchased from Stock the Freezer. Uh, we interviewed Nick Patillo last uh, episode, and uh, now I'm getting the opportunity to enjoy a great meal. Mm. Oh yeah, that's delicious. Um, since our interview, which was five days ago, Nick, uh, as if you recall, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, but he had to lay off 60 of his employees. He made a pivot and he started selling food for the freezer, his, uh, Italian food dot StockTheFreezer.com. And um, he has uh, already brought eight employees back. And you could also donate a meal on StockTheFreezer.com. And uh, in five days, he's he has 23, 2,323 donated meals. So that's great news. And this is great food. And again, the way we're going to get through this And we will get through this whole coronavirus thing is if we're working together and we're supporting each other. And speaking of food, our next episode, we no longer have to rush to the supermarket because our next episode is Tim Voigt. He's one of the co-owners of Agricultural Logistics, and he says the supply chain is fine. Everything's working pretty darn smoothly and that we don't have to worry about running to the supermarket. So enjoy the next episode while I enjoy my food and maybe a little wine as well. Hope you enjoy the episode. I know I will. Okay, I'm here with Tim Vogt. He's one of the owners of Agricultural Logistics. Tim, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit more about what logistics is.
1: Sure. Uh, Like Tony said, uh, I am one of the owners of Agricultural Logistics. Uh, um, We are a third-party logistics company, brokerage out of the upstate New York area. Uh, To put it simply, we basically find trucks for customers that uh, need to move their uh, freight from point A to point B.
0: Yeah. So, so what you're saying is that, uh, when you have loads and then you're looking for drivers and there's driver independent drivers out there and you're matching them up, is that basically what you mean?
1: Yeah. Uh, customers need to move full truck loads, typically, uh, you know, 40 to 42,000 pounds of grocery products, um, perishable food products, uh, um, and they need to get it to, uh, their customers. So they, they call upon us to, uh, um, to find those owner-operators uh, to to do that for them.
0: Now, uh, lately, unfortunately, oh, wow. with what's going on with the coronavirus, um, every time I go to a grocery store, uh, that's when it's most stressful because it seems like there's this mad rush as if it's going to be the last load that they ever yeah. see. I, I am curious because people are starting to to think about and get concerned on the supply chain What are you seeing out there as far as um, the trucking industry?
1: So we've definitely seen a tightness in capacity, meaning um, it's definitely been a little harder to uh, find those owner operators to move those uh, loads from point A to point B. We've been seeing that for the last few weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a feeling it's going to start to subside here in the next uh, couple weeks as people start to stock up. Um, on their groceries and and get three or four weeks' uh, supplies worth, um, and sort of get back to normality. Uh, but uh, for right now, it's we've definitely seen an increase in the supply chain, but we're still moving our loads. Um, it, it, it's not to the point where we can't find trucks to move uh, to move our freight from uh, uh, for our customers.
0: so is is it is it kind of like business as usual still so far out there?
1: For us, uh, for us, it has been, we've been really lucky because a lot of our business is, uh, food, uh, delivering food. Um, Mm. so again, besides the tight, tighter capacity, um, everything has been pretty much business as normal for us. Typically around this time, January through, uh, um, through June, it's typically a slower period where, uh, capacity is pretty easy to find. And, you know, Trucks are available pretty much anytime, you you know, you you call upon them. But, uh, you know, this is uh, obviously uh, a little different.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you you were saying that uh, your business, you're doing pretty well then?
1: For sure. Yeah, we are. It makes it a lot easier, too, when we are uh, able to, a lot of our employees are able to work from home during this time.
0: So yeah, kind of go a little bit deeper into that. how are you how are you managing that part of the business with with your people because how many how many employees do you have?
1: Uh, currently twenty seven on the logistics side
0: twenty seven so um, give us a little idea how you're operating today.
1: Uh, so right now, I would say roughly forty five to almost fifty percent of those individuals are now currently working from home, and mm. uh, we've been rolling those out in phases um, rolling those people out in phases to try to, you know, uh, adhere to the social distancing, um, and make sure that we're still able to run business as usual, uh, in case, uh, um, there is, uh, there, there are any, uh, cases in our area. Um, so we've been trying to be really proactive with that. And, uh, my partner, Jacob, Sam has been really good with sort of, uh, uh, getting that together and, and, uh, Um, really taking the lead and getting everybody home and uh, our IT has been great through this whole process, making sure everything is working correctly. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we have most of the individuals that are able to uh, sell our loads or find those trucks are able to work from home. I mean, and the individuals that are sort of uh, our customer service account managers, uh, they're they're also able to work from home. You know, all they need is a Phone and a uh, and a computer, and we're and we're able to do our job.
0: Mm. Um, so you know, back to the supply chain and just what you're seeing out there. Um, I, I don't. I, I'm assuming you, you're always kind of tuned into what's going on in the country as well. Uh, are you seeing any supply chain issues anywhere in the country at this point?
1: So uh, again, we mainly focus on over the road, um, which is the tractor trailers that you see. Um, when you're driving your car, um, so we, ha- we haven't, again, besides that tightness in the market, um, you know, price is increasing a little bit, um, mm-hmm. on what it would normally cost, maybe, you know, 20 or 30%. Um, but other than that, um, we, we, haven't, no.
0: Now that tightness that you're seeing, is that something that, uh, you've, you've seen before and is somewhat seasonal at times, or is this unusual?
1: It's definitely unusual for this time period. Um, typically, again, uh, things are very slow um, for us, and I, I would say for a lot of other trucking companies or um, logistics companies out there. Um, so it's it's definitely different, um, but nothing that uh, nothing that we haven't seen before. Um, there's there's typically um, peaks and valleys um, in the logistics uh, in the logistics field.
0: So this tightness feels more like perhaps maybe the typical before Christmas time type of tightness. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah. That would be a good way to put it. Hmm. Definitely before a big holiday, two or three weeks before a big holiday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and are you seeing anything that kind of tells you what the, the future holds at all with, uh, with the supply chain, with the trucking?
1: So I, I, again, I am pretty adamant that this is only going to last, uh, another couple of weeks, two or three weeks, maybe at the most, um, just with the restaurants, the schools, the automotive, uh, some automotive industries closing down, um, those trucks are still going to need to to work. Um, and if those restaurants and, uh, schools are no longer, you know, placing orders, uh, you know, those trucks are going to have to find other work. Uh, and I think that capacity is going to help, uh, it's going to just have to filter in. I think things are going to. Uh, I think things are going to get slow uh, in the next two to three weeks after everybody sort of restocks their shelves. Um, people now have two or three weeks of supply in their household. Um, I think things are going to actually. Uh, the capacity is going to be there for us, and and uh, the number of loads that we have available to us are probably going to decrease just because I think, uh, you know, customers aren't going to need as many trucks.
0: Well hopefully uh, hopefully that this uh, we we get through this coronavirus, and it's not as long as we we uh, we hear sometimes on the news and um, we can get back to a normal supply chain. But it certainly sounds like a, a good report from you, Tim, that uh, uh, more than likely the supply chain is gonna stay intact.
1: Definitely. yeah, the the trucking company and the transportation company are the last things to uh, to stop working. Um, so we, we plan on working right through this. Excellent.
0: Tim, well, we appreciate what you're doing. And, um, uh, once again, we're talking to Tim Vogt from Agricultural Logistics. Tim, thanks again for, uh, spending some time
1: here. No problem. Thank you. All right, man. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.